Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rama Word of Faith Empowerment Ministries. You know, this week we're looking at the scripture in the end of Isaiah chapter 40. And we want to go back one more verse. Uh, yesterday we started reading a little bit later than this. I want to go back to verse 29 where he says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. And then if we go down to verse 31, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. And then the stripper that we really want to talk about today, they will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. You know, I want to just piggyback on what we were talking about yesterday, about the fact that it is sad to me that so many Christians are just sitting on the couch almost waiting to go home. It's like their best days are behind them. They, they don't really think that God's got a lot of use for them. I, in fact, have people say to me, I don't even know why I'm still here. I don't know why God hasn't taken me home. And it's just like they're waiting to die. And that's not what God wants from anybody. I don't care if that's, you're young, middle-aged, That's middle not what he meant old. when he said, wait on the Lord. Well, that's not... <laughs> I like saying that's yeah, what he wait meant. On, I'm waiting on the Lord to take me up out of here. No, that ain't what he meant. I mean, what he meant was that they will soar on wings like eagles. Right. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. God wants us. I don't care if you're young, middle-aged, or old. You don't. Your best days are not behind you. Your best days are ahead of you. God wants to use you today. And he wants to be with you today and have that relationship with you today. You don't need to be sitting on your couch dreaming about days gone by, thinking about the good old days in the past and waiting to, well, one of these days I'm, I'll get through and then I'll go home with them. God actually wants you to renew your strength. Amen, amen, and amen. I was just, uh, what was I thinking about? Uh, I forgot what I was thinking about. But anyway, you, you had, you was preaching good. That's good preaching there. It made me stand up. But uh, yes, uh, God wants us to, to fulfill our the plan and purpose and the destiny he has for us. And, See, and we it, never, never reach over. an age where it's over for us. Never over. You can always still be a blessing to someone, a blessing to yourself, if you stand on the Word of God, meditate on the Word of God. Again, and that's why we created this broadcast uh, for people like that as well. For the body of Christ, we want to edify and lift up the body by igniting their faith on fire. When we say faith on fire, that means faith in what God says. People Jesus need to said, get excited about living again. Right, right. It's about life well, in if, general. If, if the one who, who saved your soul and redeemed and restored and reconciled you back to the Father. If that don't make you excited, I don't know what will. Well, nothing good's happened to me lately, Vance. Well, well the Scripture talks about... Nothing bad's happened yet, but I still have hope. The Scripture talks about us losing our first love. There you go. Ooh-wee. You don't ever want to do that, man. You want to... 
Look, I like one of my pastor friends. He has a television broadcast called Ever Increasing Faith. Ooh, I love that. That means I'm ever falling in love with God because it's about relationship. So the more and more you hang out with God, the scripture says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. The more you hang out with God through his word, through meditating, through speaking his word, through listening, because faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. God reveals more and more to you. He excites your spirit more and more. He gives you more wisdom and revelation and a knowledge of him. And if that don't excite you or, or ignite your faith on fire, I don't know what could be. What's the latter part of that verse said? He'll do what? We'll renew do what? their strength. He'll they, renew our strength. And, I, they, I read it personally. He'll renew my strength. And they will soar on wings Ooh. like eagles. They will run and, and not grow weary. They will walk and I, not be faint. So I'm a soar like, anybody ever seen an eagle soar? <laughs> yeah. I will soar like eagles on what? Wings of eagles? Yeah. They will soar on wings like eagles. And, and I will do run and not faint. Walk I, and not faint. Run and run, not grow weary. Well, remember what the scripture says? Run with endurance. The race that was set before you, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. Again, looking unto the Word of God. As the author, the Word of God is supposed to be the author and the finisher of what we believe. And Jesus is the perfecter of our faith. Ooh, he perfects it. But you gotta stay, you gotta stay connected. You gotta draw near. Stay connected. That's what seek ye first means. Lord, in all my ways I'm gonna acknowledge you, and you're gonna direct my path. He didn't say if you're this age. He just said, just acknowledge me in all your ways. He didn't say if you're 80, if you got this, that, or the other. He says, just continue to acknowledge we, me. And you know how many excuses we have. Because, you oh, know, I, yeah, I talk well, to teens. Well, well, Moses had a lot, too. But, I mean, I talk <laughs> to teens, and, and someday when they get older, God will use them, and, and they'll do something. And you talk to middle-aged. Well, someday when I'm not as busy with home and with kids and work and everything, then I'll be able to do stuff. And then you talk to retired people. Well, you know, I... My best days are behind me, and and I sure wish I'd have done something years ago. I mean, we always can have an excuse if we want one as to why we're not doing what God wants or why we've just kind of packed it in. Again, look, look how old was Moses when God called him to lead the children of Israel out of— uh, 80. Yeah, he was about 80. And remember all the excuses he gave God why he, well, he couldn't, couldn't do talk. it? He couldn't talk. He couldn't do anything. I, I can't speak. I got a speech <laughs> impediment. <laughs> Uh, this, that, and the other. You know, I, I, I flee from, what do you call that? What was they called? He absconded from justice. He was a fugitive. He really couldn't go back to Egypt. Remember, he murdered somebody, oh, before he left, so he couldn't go back. He murdered somebody, and God still told him, I'm going to use you to go back there and tell Pharaoh. I don't want you to tell the, the low-level officials. Tell the highest official, I said, let my people go. I'm still going to use you, Moses. I don't care about your, your past. I, I, I'm concerned about right now. And the assignment I have for you to fulfill. I had this for you, Moses, before the foundations of the world. I knew what I had for you to do, so let's make it happen. So what should I tell him, God? Just tell him, who he said, who should I tell him sent me? And he just told him, just tell him the great I am. Right, I am. Just tell him I am But Moses did what God had purpose for him. And see, 80 years old. And here's the thing, too. Who <laughs> sent the plagues? It wasn't Moses. It wasn't Moses. God uses Moses, but it's the power of God that's at work the here. The scripture says, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. The spirit of the Lord. The scripture says, I've been thinking about this scripture over in Romans 8. It says, if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead lives in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also Give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who works or dwells in you. 
So God said, it's not about your might or your power. It's about my spirit. I'll put my spirit in you and make some things happen. Remember one guy, who was it? Elijah outran a chariot. <laughs> yeah, remember that? We, see, we forget but, stuff like that. And see, and then uh -huh. right after that, though, after he calls down the fire from heaven and all uh -huh. that, then what he's, he runs and hides, and you know, because it's all over. Right, right, right. But, but the fact <laughs> is, he outran a chariot. Peter walked on some water. You know what? With God, nothing shall be impossible. And that's all the key. All things are possible. But that's the key. It's, it's with God. We, we, God wants to partner with us. He said, yeah, I know you can't do that in your own might, right. Richard. You can't do the it. The Israelites couldn't take the promised land, but God was going to fight for it. God was going to give them the land. And guess what? The scripture says in Hebrews, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. See, he's not expecting you to do everything. I can't. He, in he, him, I live and breathe and have my very being. See, it's in his power. I, I can do nothing. Jesus said it in John 15. Without me, you can do nothing. If you break the word nothing down, it means no thing. You can't do nothing, Richard. So... That's why he says, acknowledge me in all your right. ways, and I'll direct your path, Moses. I'll direct your path, Joseph. I'll direct your path, Richard. That's why we bow down. He says he's a very present help in a time of need. That's why we got to always acknowledge God. And one way to acknowledge God is in his word. Because him and his word are like wet and water. You can't separate them. If you get God's word, you got God. You get yeah. God, you get his word. And yesterday, you know, in yesterday's show, we mentioned Job and the fact that even his wife tells him, why don't you just curse God and die? And yet he stays in faith. He continued to believe. He says, no can do. <laughs> you know, he continued <laughs> to believe in God. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's where real life works uh, from a Monday through Sunday thing. That's where real life is, is that you're either going to believe God or you're not. When God says, I will work all things to the good for those who love me. Do you really believe that or not? When Jesus says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Do you believe that? Well, Richard, that's what it means where Paul writes in Romans 117, as it is written, the just, that's us who've been justified, declared righteous, free, shall live by faith. I always ask the question, how often do you live? Every day. Well, you should be living by faith. And when every I say day. faith, by God's word. Because Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. That's what we're supposed to be living and by. Because this, this is what God's going to watch over, his word. We need to be living by faith because, and, and we've talked about this on the air a lot, that a lot of life doesn't make sense. A lot of what God might call us to do doesn't make sense. A I know lot what of he what called God's me to do make no sense because I, I, I didn't feel qualified. Right. So many things <laughs> in life don't make any sense. And this is where we need to live by faith. Well, here it is too, Richard. The gospel, God's word is not logical. It don't make sense. So that's why he says... We walk by faith, not by sight. Marching sight. around a city with blowing trumpets doesn't make it, a lot it, of sense. It don't make sense, <laughs> but it makes faith. That's the wisdom of God. That's what faith means. You know, like some I'm, of them boys must have been thinking about Josh. Man, I, he might have been out in the sun too long. Well, Moses The pressure of following Moses might have got to him. Well, Moses putting that staff in some water and, and the whole Red Sea splitting, that didn't make sense either. <laughs> but it happened. It works. So that's the wisdom of God. And the Bible says, in Christ and God are hidden all the wisdom of all the mysteries of wisdom and knowledge. So that's why he says, acknowledge me. Do it my way. I know what I'm talking about. I got this. I can do it. Remember when Jesus needed money for taxes, him and Peter? Oh, this really didn't make no sense. So, <laughs> you know, usually you go to the bank or you go in your pockets. <laughs> Jesus told him, go down to the lake, and the first fish that come up, open his mouth, he'll have money for me and you for our taxes. 
It does, it's not logical. That don't make sense. Oh, that happened probably every day. Peter's a fisherman. That right. probably happens said, every no, day. No, no, no. It doesn't make sense. So we have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart, lean on to our own understanding, and just acknowledge him, and he'll direct our path. And one way we can acknowledge God is through his word. And again, it's about igniting your faith on fire. Get in the word of God. That word is spirit in his life. It'll speak to your spirit. It'll ignite that recreated spirit that came in you when you got born again. And I, I can't iterate that enough. And, and you know, we talked about that verse in the song that says that life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone. And it is I mean, a sad... You know is, what that really means? It's a sad thing to me, though, that Christians find that to be true. Well, that you the, know what? The thrill when I of their that, life is gone. Your best days are ahead of me. Right. But, they're ahead you know, of me. They ain't but, behind. But a lot of Christians think their best days are behind. You no. know, you, you and I both have probably talked to people that... What they remember is when they were in high school and they were the most popular kid, or they were in high school and they were on the football team, or they were in high school and they were a cheerleader, or they think back about they when... Were, they were a letterman. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you so, were a letterman, aren't so they? The, actually, I was, but uh, that's another story. Uh, <laughs> then, they, then they get to another age and they're thinking about when they were their kids were home and their kids were little and how much they enjoyed their kids and how great life was when when their kids were home and they were doing all these things. Or then they think back but when their husband was alive and, and they, you know, they had those things going for them. And it just always seems like life is in the past for so many people. And God wants to renew our strength for today and our best days ahead of us. You know what? The scripture says, this is the day that the Lord has made. He didn't say yesterday. Amen to that. He didn't say yesterday. He said this right, right here, R-A-T, right here. Is the day that the Lord has made. And then what the latter part says, and I will rejoice and in be it. glad in it. He didn't say be glad, sad in it. Be glad in it. Have some joy. Remember the joy of the Lord is your strength. As you meditate on God's word, that strengthens you up. That makes you strong. The latter part of that verse says what he will strengthen you. Yeah, you'll mount up like wings of eagles. You'll soar. I want to soar. I don't know about y'all, man. I Run and soar. not be weary. I want Walk to and not be faint. There's a difference from... Uh, what's Life can beat you down, but God wants to renew your strength. Right. But what's the opposite of sore? I'll kind of land on the ground. <laughs> burn, crash and burn. Right, right. Crash and burn. No. God says... Sit on the couch and wait to die. Okay. So looking at that scripture, God's desire is that I still sore. That means I, I, I'm when I'm sore... And he wants to give you the strength to do it. He said, yeah, that's the only way you can do it. But he says, sore, I mean, I want you above all your problems. That's what sore means. But he goes, he's, he's on top of things. Oh, that's what God said. I want you on top of things, Richard. He wants you to soar over all your problems. I think Jesus said that too. He said, if you have faith, you can say to this mountain, be, be moved. Actually, you can just soar over the thing. <laughs> you can just soar right over the mountains and everything will be okay. And that's, again, that's what this broadcast is about, igniting each other's faith on fire. And me and Richard do that all the time. But we're doing it now. We well, talk know, to each other. Some of the some of the listeners may not know this. The the idea of this show, the genesis of this show, was us sitting around just talking. And right. we said, man, this could be a show. Right, this could be a show. <laughs> yeah, faith on fire. Because we were igniting each other's faith. But we were doing it through the word of God. As we were speaking of his word. Again, when you talk about God's word for the believer, it excites our spirit. That sets your faith on fire. Your spirit gets excited because your spirit longs for the truth. Everybody's looking for the truth. You know, 
but we're looking for love in all the wrong places. Well, see, that's it, you know. <laughs> we're looking for love in all the wrong places. I mean, that's, a, that's an interesting Christian right, right, right. Uh, Western song, right, you know, right. country song. Looking for love in all the wrong places. But, you know, it's sad but true, but a lot of Christians are doing that. Yeah. They're looking for love. They're looking for peace. They're looking for joy. They're looking for courage. They're looking for strength. They're looking for all those things, but they're looking in the wrong places. You're probably not going to find it on the average sitcom or reality TV show. Not, or, or those songs that... Uh, uh, my son was listening to this morning because I know he wasn't listening to the word. Those earphones. I mean, yesterday morning, he had those earphones on early in the morning. I'm like, wow. And, I, and I'm always telling my son, son, I tell everybody that fate comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And then speaking of the truth, Jesus says something interesting about the truth. He said two things. He has a lot of things, but he said, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. So if I want to get set free, I need the truth, the whole truth, Nothing but the truth, so help me God. And then Jesus had the nerve to say this. I am the truth. Right. He the, the, way the truth is a person. Alive. Yeah, he went and said, Hey, you want the truth? Whoop whoop, here I am, right here. I'm it. Come and get me. And then over in Matthew, he says, Come and learn of me. My burdens are easy and my yoke is light. He said, Come and learn of me. So once we start learning about God, you really you get set free. Well, see, I was telling somebody Sunday. It's quite an interesting thing. God says in Philippians, he says, by prayer and thanksgiving, give everything to me, and then I will give you the peace that passes all understanding. So I told somebody, you just think about this deal, the reality of the deal. God says, you bring me all this junk that, that's holding you down. I'll swap you out and, for some peace. And then I'll give you. <laughs> I'll yeah, swap you out, man. There's the deal. You give me this junk, and then I'll give you peace. I'm going to give you this gold right here. I'll take I mean, that right there. People hey, don't that's understand. That's, that's the best deal there is. I'll take it, man. I say, here, you got, here's all my junk. Whatever it is, because I had a lot of junk, man. A lot well, of us we know. All do. We I had a rocky wanna, road in my past, most man. Most people don't I had a whole admit lot it. of junk. But I was like, Jesus, I, that's, that sound like, you know what? I'm a businessman. And that sounds like a pretty good deal to me, <laughs> man. Right? You bring yeah, me yeah. junk, and I'll give you this treasure, I, and that treasure I, I, is—I'll take it. Is you'll have peace. I'll, I'll set you free, and and I'll, I'll and wash your mind clean free. from all of that guilt and shame. And he'll do that. And that's what you got to do. You have to let take the blood of God and and the Word, and allow it to purge your conscience. The Scripture says, uh, "The blood of the Lamb will purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God." God will wash all that crap out of your mind. He'll make you even forget some things because he says forgetting those things are behind. And I got some old friends. Sometimes they bring up some old things and I don't even remember it no more. I'd be like, they'd be like, hey, man, don't you know what? And I'd be like, no, I don't remember that, man. God will give you a spirit of forgetfulness. You'll forget some of those things you did. And really, I'm serious. A lot of people come to me because I had a rocky road in my path. I did this, that, and the other. I was like the chief center. And a lot of people are like, man, you remember this? And I'm like, no, I don't remember that. So that's what God can do. He can give you good memories, and uh, he'll let you forget those things which are that were shameful. Well, see, you know, we can fool ourselves because we're all the chief of sinners. Yeah. So everybody sins different. And right. maybe the law didn't see what your your sins were as illegal, or maybe the law didn't see somebody else's sins as illegal. But we all still have sin in our life, and we're all still the chief of sinner. The sin might have been completely different than the sin that you committed or somebody else committed or the ones that I committed. But 
we're all sinners. We all have sin in our life. And so it is easy for, well, I was never in trouble with the law. The police were never after me. I never had any of those kind of issues. So I must have always been good. And a person who had trouble with the law and who, who they were bad. They were really you know bad. What? We, 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 there's, unfortunately, some of us still think like that today. You know, we put various degrees on sin. Gossip, he says, is a sin. Where right, right. That? Gossip is a sin. And we look at people, and that's a whole other show about judging. We'll judge people based on their sin. And not. And Jesus said well, something about judging. Your sin was worse than mine. Your sin was worse than mine, so we know you're going right to hell. You get no get out of jail. My sin God. wasn't even that bad. Right, right, right. I just told I was just a liar. <laughs> right. Yeah. See, all I hey, did was tell. No, I was no, just a gossip. No. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, nobody says I was a liar. This, I, I might have told a fib. Right. Right. I told you a little know. white lie. But <laughs> as far as God's concerned, you know what? If you haven't received His Son as Lord and Savior, you were hell bound. You were, you were a sinner. You were an enemy of right. God. You're, the Bible right, says. You're an enemy of God. So it's not about what you did. Your lifestyle didn't make you a sinner. It's about. You know, you're being born into the earth. That's what made you a sinner. Now, you probably did some sin, sinful things as a sinner. Shoot, I know some Christians that do some sinful things. <laughs> and again, that's a whole nother subject. But we're just, again, we're here to ignite your faith on fire. And back to the verse. We got to stick to the script, Richard. What's the verse again? Those who renew their hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be Faint. You know, once again, you just got to remember that God doesn't want you sitting on the couch waiting to die. It is a sad thing. I cannot get it out of my head. How many Christian people are just waiting to go home? They think that there's their best days are way behind them that that yeah god used to use me i used to work in the nursery i used to teach sunday school i used to do this and i used to do that but now you know i can't do any of those things and somehow in some way that that life is just passed me by and that is a lie from the pit of hell god says that if you Turn to him, renew your hope in him. He will renew your strength and you will soar on wings like eagles. Your best days, once again, can be ahead of you. Today can be the best day of your life because today, as you said earlier in this broadcast, today is the day that the Lord has made. Today. Today's the best day. That you, do you realize, Vince, that today's the best day of your life? This is the best day you have? Because I, I can't get tomorrow You back. can't get tomorrow. <laughs> yesterday, you can't get tomorrow. Today. They don't, make, they don't make no more tomorrow. <laughs> today is the best day that you have. This is, is it. it. That's why the latter part of that says, and I will rejoice and be in glad it. in it. And be glad in it. So I wake up but in the morning. But bad things happen to me, Vince. How can I rejoice? You better rejoice. You can you can meditate on the bad things, or you can. I rejoice. lost my job, Vince. How Man, can I rejoice? In this world, you will have my kids lost their job. How count, can I rejoice? Count it all joy. That's what the yeah, but says. nothing good can happen to my kids losing their house and their job, or it's me a, losing my job. Or all things work me together. Being sick. All things work together for the good for those who love the Lord. Yeah. Are so, you telling me that that God can work something good out of the fact that my son or daughter or somebody else lost their job? He's not a man that he shall lie. It's one thing impossible for God to do is lie. And if he said it in his word that I'll restore the waste places, I'll rebuild the ruins, and he was talking about us, people, he can do that. 
Remember, I've been falsely accused at work. Somebody lied about me. If they persecuted me, how can me, good come from that? Hey, if they, Jesus said, if they persecuted me, they're gonna persecute you. If they hated me, they're gonna hate you. You're like sheep going to the slaughter. It's still in His Word. See, this is one of the great things about yeah. the Bible because real life is people lose their job. Real life is their sons or daughters lose their job. Real life is that we're falsely accused. Real life is somebody gossips about you. Real life is all these things, and yet in all these things, God says. I will work all things. He doesn't say I will work most things. Mm -hmm. I will work some things. I will work good things. He says I will work all things to the good and then for he, those who he, love he's me. He's got a word for it. And it, it, again, I just that just excites me when I see it in God's word that He said something about my situation. I'm like, wow, God already knew that this was going to happen. God already already knew Joseph was going to be falsely accused of sexual harassment and in prison. God knew that. Joseph didn't know that. His brothers didn't know that. But God knew it. And that's why he said God knew also that he was going to work all things together for the good for, and that, for Brother Joseph. And that's why Joseph would say to his brothers, what you intended for, for evil, evil, God worked for good. He worked for you good. Know, and God, you know what God was using his being sold into slavery and all those things to save the whole nation of Israel. Now, at the point where they were saved... There was only 70 of them. No. The nation wasn't always millions of people. Right. There was only 70 people in the whole nation of Israel at that point, and yet God uses Joseph to save the whole entire well, nation. I was thinking about that, and I was speaking to my loved one yesterday about being incarcerated, and she sees how God's working that out, and God's revealed it to us. He says, "I my desire is to save souls, heal hearts, and transform lives. That's God's desire. And my loved one who's incarcerated... God's revealed that to her. This, this here, what the enemy meant for evil, I'm working it for my good right now. Because testimony after testimony after testimony from other people are telling this particular loved one of mine, I praise God the day he brought you into my life. You've been such a blessing to me. You're not in here for what they said you did. You did. You're in here for, for me. They said that. You're in here for, for me. God sent you here to give me a message. That's and, what and it this means. loved one of yours didn't just quit. Just didn't oh, no, give no, up. no. She's still fighting a good fight. She's not growing weary. But before we leave, before we conclude, we want to make a, a book available from a friend of ours. His name is Drake Travis. He has a book called Healing Power, Voice Activated. Discover today how your words bless, heal, and restore. And we want to make this available for anybody who requested for a minimal donation to the Ministry of any Faith donation. on Fire. Yeah, any donation to the Ministry of Faith on Fire. And you can send that donation to P.O. Box 7508 Chico, California, Care of Faith on Fire. And we'll get you Drake Travis's book out called Healing Power, Voice Activated. Again, discover today how your words bless heal and restore. Remember in the beginning, God used words to, to create everything. And then he went to say he made us in his image and in his likeness. So we have to renew our mind to the power of words. Yeah, Words actually activated. have power, don't they? Well, death and life is in the power of the tongue. It says that in Deuteronomy uh, 8.18 or that Proverbs 21.18 or 18.21. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. So uh, with that said, uh, I just want to remind everybody to keep walking by faith. And uh, I want to declare that we walk by faith, not by sight. Amen. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, 
we ask that you consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.